Hello and welcome to New Philadelphia Ministries Morning Word Podcast, Thursday edition with your co-hosts Kay and Stephanie. Get ready as they break down the gospel and discuss Christian living. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is missionary Jamel Dennis. I am now the guest of honor today. We are joined with missionary Kate Lattimore Lovett. Hello. And we want to say a warm welcome back to missionary Williams. We are so excited to have her back in our presence. She has been on a short sabbatical. She has been resting and abiding in God. And we are so excited to hear all of the nuggets that God has given her during this time. Um, So at this moment, we're going to go ahead and pray in so that we can just jump right into um, what we're going to talk about today. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Lord, we give you glory, honor, and praise just because of who you are, Lord Jesus. Lord, you are faithful. Yes. You are holy. You are righteous. Yes. You are graceful. You are merciful, Lord. Yes. We thank you and we honor you because besides you, there is none other. And for that, Lord, that's why we truly say thank you. If we had 10,000 tongues, we could not thank you enough, Lord. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, we just give you this time, this hour, Lord, that we come before you and your people, Lord Jesus, just to speak a word, a word that you have given Missionary Williams, Lord Jesus, to encourage, to empower, Lord Jesus, to deliver someone. And, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for today. And the big monumental Mm -hmm. occasion that happened today, Lord Jesus, we thank you that it was safe and everything went decent and in order. And Lord, we pray for President Biden and we pray for Vice President Kamala, Lord Jesus, that they will do what you've called them to do. They have a big mission ahead of them, Lord, but nothing is impossible with you. So, Lord, we just pray an anointing. We pray for protection. We pray for safety. We pray for your providential care over them yes. right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. And we just honor you at this time. Yes. Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus. Amen. Amen. I so. am so excited to be back with you, ladies. And I know I, I kind of threw you guys off last night. I'm like, Jamel. I need you. We just had to do this thing together. And then as the day went on, I started to think about this is such a monumental day. I am so excited. And it made me think about for the first time. And I know this has been said before, but we've got brown skinned girls that can really see themselves. And, you know, it made me think of Lola. And I just was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited because we need to see ourselves in in that likeness and be able to dream that, you know. And I'm just so grateful. And uh, so today I was super excited that, like you said, Jamel, everything went off without a hitch. And um, I had customers showing me things and. Um, I, I was like, oh, I just got to get on my lunch break. And I had just a little quick lunch break. And I went, I got to look and see what's going on, you know. 
But I'm just so excited and so grateful that, you know, not to discount the last four years because God really did, you know, expose. He really had to show us some things about ourselves and where we truly are. As Um, we know, he takes the good and the bad and he works it all out. hmm. So, um, but I'm grateful (laughs) that we can look forward and I don't, you know, this, this, uh, our, our new president, he, I don't. Um, consider him a savior he's not my savior Amen. however god has placed him in a in a place of authority and i'm praying for him that you know he will lead in uh, uh you know just a, a righteous way that's right so the word exciting. was spoken over this house that this would be a year of excellence mm-hmm. and there's already been reports on the hill that they're just so happy to see people who know what they're doing now (laughs) like just something as small as the memo that went Mm -hmm. out to announce that you know hey these are the inaugural proceedings and Mm -hmm. she was like there were no spelling errors in the memo (laughs) and I just chuckled to myself because I was like we're back to excellence that was the word for this house and that will be the word for the nation we're back to competence excellent because the the calendar i do have to just ask a question is this was this a joke or was this really what the calendar looked like from the previous um administration but it said he's going to work really really hard and and make many many phone calls and uh do lots and lots of things i mean literally that's what it said on the calendar so i'm like is that a joke or but it would they would show it every day and i'm like is that a joke or did he really write that I don't, think- don't want to be blonde. And, well, excuse me, not that's not right. I don't want to, you know, come and say right. something and people be like, Stephanie, that's not what that said. But I promise I, I would see they would say this is what his notes actually said for his calendar. He's going to make many, many phone calls and do, work really, really hard. Listen, and I'm like, don't what? forget to tweet all the time. Right. I was going to say from the scripts on some of those press conferences, I would say that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> So grateful, grateful that what for what God has done and what he's he's uh, shown us and 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 now, you know, to look ahead. But that doesn't mean that the prayer ceases. So, amen. Oh, yes, we still have a lot to do, a lot of work, Um, because prayerfully what this will show us is we've got to we've got to turn back to God. Yes, we've got to turn back to him because this is. As they say, this is not the business. This is not getting it. Um, I was inspired, too, today uh, because right after I uh, saw that, I don't know, you know, you get scrolling on YouTube and I saw this little video of these two little girls. One was Caucasian and one was African-American and they couldn't have been. I think they were five or six and they are about they are the same age. Their birthdays are close together and they think that they're twins. And you can't you can't convince them that they're not twins, um, and so they uh, their parents the the mothers get together and they try their best to dress them alike for the most part, and they will tell you that they're they will they will really say we're twins. See, look, we're the same height, you know, we're we're this, we're that, we have on the same clothes. So they think they're twins, and they love each other, and they say they're more than just best friends. They're not just best friends, right? And they said that, uh, that you know the mothers say they kind of worry sometimes because their feelings get hurt um an older kid told them you're not twins because you are because of the color of your skin right and the, the the one little girl the little caucasian girl she said we are twins it really hurt her feelings and she said we are twins because we have one soul 
Oh, oh my god. Oh my goodness. How do you not? So out of the mouth of babes. That's yes. right. Um, just we've got to see beyond color, and we and, and especially within the body of Christ, yes. we can't have and we can't say um, that we are Christians and we're not loving, yes. you know, to one another, no matter the, the color of our skin or, or you know, no matter. Um, but I just thought that was so sweet. So it's just an uplifting day for there me. You go. So okay. Yay. So everybody good? After all of that, you know, I come down off my high a little bit. But <laughs> how's everybody? How was your day, Kay? What's going on? Man, I'm, I'm like you. I was excited to catch pieces um, of the inauguration. And, you know, from the eyes of Lola, I'm just so excited to see that she did not, like, think it strange. Like, you know, everyone kept saying the first, the mm-hmm, first, the first. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, she's smart. So, right? of course, she should be vice president. Yes. So, I was just like, man, thank you, Lord, for, you know, giving that 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 reminder that, you know, Although we have this history mm-hmm. of these hurts and all this mm-hmm. stuff, sometimes to see the freshness, you know, the perspective of a child where, you know, nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's that childlike faith that, you know, we have to approach the day with every day, you know, even coming off of our women's ministry night, which, you know, I was able to listen to and was just encouraged by like the childlike faith of those unbelieving sailors. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's what God kept showing me in our discussion was just that, that's our children right there. Mm-hmm. When you don't have limits on what God can do, mm-hmm. when you hear his word afresh, you know, without the mm-hmm. jadedness or without the cynicism of, you know, all your years and years of hurts and yeah. going on, then you can believe right then and there and the storm can be, you know, mm-hmm. satisfied and you cease. can get a uh, cease and you can get a fresh perspective of God right mm-hmm. in that moment. And I'm like, that's what, you know, I want for this next generation, for the Jeremiah's mm-hmm. and the Lola's and all of our beautiful babies at new philadelphia um i I see that for them and that was just my encouragement today you know to keep keep that childlike yeah and then it's a scripture that you know where jesus is saying something to the effect of um that you you have to have that childlike like faith and 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 um that those are those are who would see the kingdom of heaven and that yeah. you know what i mean um because it, it, when we think about that along the lines of being born again you know just that refresh that renewing and then just that that you know regeneration and being able to allow the holy spirit for that transformation but put on a new lens see it through the through, see it through the way and we've talked a lot about god's perspective but see it the way god sees it yes. Um, and not the way our jaded eyes in this world have, you know, now see it. So, all right, Miss Jamil, what about you, dear? It was great today. Um, the day seemed a little bit long because I was in meetings all day. <laughs> oh, those but, are fun. Um, devotion this morning was excellent. Um, it had me focusing in on Esther um, okay. and how we take that verse um, for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. And I really went back and did some research on what Mordecai was telling Esther. He was actually, Esther didn't really want to go before the king, Mm-mm. you know. Her head could get say, cut oh, off. Yes, for such a time as this, for such a time mm-hmm. as this. But she recognized, hey, this I can lose my, my life. I can lose my life. Exactly. You know, and she went back and told, you know what I mean, her, her eunuch to tell Mordecai, no, I can't do this. And he told her, listen, you a Jew. You know what I mean? So you're not exempt. You know, either you're going to do this or you're going to die just like we're going to die. And it was then that she said, okay, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to call a fast as we're fasting and praying now, you know, and then she said, okay, I'm going to go before him. And if I perish, I perish. Mm -hmm. But of course we know, you know, the end of it, she didn't and everything was um, um, all all in well, but just remembering, you know, God has us in different seasons of our lives for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we fight those seasons. We don't humble ourselves in those different seasons. But when we embrace those seasons, when we really sit and abide Mm -hmm. and rest in those seasons, we can then say for such a time as this. Amen. Mm -hmm. And that just leads right into just um, what God really shared with me. And it was so easy and it was so funny because everybody's like, you know, sit and rest and, 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 hear what the Lord is saying and you're going to come back with a good word. And I, and so at first I'm like, what word? What is it? <laughs> Tell me something, Lord. I don't hear you, Lord. What's going on? I need to, you know, my frequencies are off. Something's going on, Tune you know? In. Yeah. So I'm like, oh gosh, you know, and especially, you know, having to go through surgery and, I, you know, many of you know, I did have to go through surgery and I, um, one of the things that, um, I recognized was, um, with this surgery, I'm not one that's going to just jump into anything. This was this had this is a culmination of years of, you know, thinking about this and talking with my doctor and what are my options and even at the the very up to the very end, I was polling people that had to have the same <laughs> surgery or similar surgery. I was talking to people, I was asking questions, I'm re I'm researching, I'm doing all these things, right? Um and I, you know, thought, okay, you know, and I prayed and God, and, and even up to the midnight hour, um, because God had said, yeah, you, yes, you need to do this. And I said, uh, it, it, maybe Lord, I don't, you know, and he said, no, 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 that's not what I told you. Um, and I said, okay. And so I did it. And then when I started to have complications with the surgery after, and then had to go back to the hospital a couple of times and this wasn't going well. And in between those two times that I had to go back to the hospital, um, I talked to pastor and talked for a long while about other stuff. But then at the end, I guess he could hear my voice. And I said, he said, what's wrong? And I said, he said, you're worried about going back to the hospital. Yes. I'm worried about going, having to go back to that. Cause I could feel that it still wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And I said, I just don't understand, you know, and just getting upset and emotional. And I'm like, I don't understand why I'm not healing the way others are healing or the way others have healed. Why is this so, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I, I said, I don't understand why my recovery is not going the same way as others. Mm-hmm. And he simply said to me, who told you that your recovery was not going the way that it was supposed to go and that it wasn't normal. And immediately I heard that scripture and that's where I want to go tonight. But in, in Jamel, you called it out again last week. Cause I'm like, yep, that's exactly where I'm at. But in Genesis uh, chapter three, I believe it is. Oopsie. I didn't mean to do that. Genesis chapter three and it's verse. Um, I'm going to start at nine. Um, and this is Adam and Eve after they directly have, you know, just enjoyed the fruit. Um, well, I'll start at eight. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his, excuse me, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord, the Lord God, among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, 
who told you that you were naked? And I'll stop there. Mm -hmm. So when he said, when, when pastor said that it wasn't, you know, it it literally was the, the, the Holy spirit just quickening me saying, and I, and I remember I actually gasping like that when he said it. And when he said, who told you? And I was like, (gasps) and I went, and so it made me have to stop and, and say, okay, my focus is on the wrong thing. And when I think about how God asks a question, when he's asking a question, he's, he's asking us um, because I, I thought process is going wrong. So here I am with all this worry, this fear, this doubt. Right. And um, that's not what God had told me. And in fact, I can, I was, I, I'm going to let you guys jump in, but I, I, I can share, you know, some where he told me about what he was going to take me through a year before, wow. exactly a year before. Wow. So, but when, and so I think that's why it quickened me and it just kind of like shocked me when he said, who told you, you know, that it wasn't going the way you thought it was supposed to, or that it wasn't going the way it was supposed to go. Um, But God asked that question to kind of get us out of those negative thoughts and get us not focused off of, um, not focused on our, on our situation and our circumstances. And, and um, then we have to kind of really, at that point, he lets us know we're not thinking the right way. We're thinking about the result of what's going on or the, the circumstances, but we need to recognize that we're not trusting. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was, you know, part of it. So I'm gonna let you guys jump in because I know y'all gonna be like, Stephanie, what was you, you know, so I'm gonna let y'all come on into this conversation. Cause that's where, that's really where I was um, as I was beginning to, to heal and going through this recovery process. I was one of those voices in your ear saying, bring us back a fresh word. <laughs> she heard my prayer at the beginning. We're ready and anxious to hear Stephanie. But no, wonderful word. because one of the things I text to you was that you, <clears throat> first of all, what God has put together in New Philadelphia, I marvel at every day because everything that we need is in the house, everything. Mm-hmm. And from from personality to gift sets to um, just ministry acumen, like there's a beautiful balance and beauty in just all of the things that our leadership and our lay people and everybody Mm -hmm. who serves here has. And so when I began to partner and work with you on doing this podcast, I began to see, you know, just beautiful things that I hadn't even known about you from, you know, we had served on a a ministry um, mission trip before, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we've done women's ministry before, but, um, you know, I just began to see more of you in the spirit, um, how the word comes through you, how it comes to you, how it is to be delivered to the people, what its assignment is. And when I knew that, I was like, man, she's going to come up against some opposition and not to scare Mm -hmm. you, but to prepare you and Mm -hmm. and let you know that, hey, you're going to triumph over these things, Mm -hmm. but they're going to come because of the assignment that you have in this ministry and because of the word that dwells in you. It's just not going to be a surprise that you're going to come up against some of these things. And But at the same time, realizing that and observing that, um, it just made me excited that that you would have all of these fresh perspectives. Oh, gee, thanks, Kay. I know. And I I, I get the catch-22 of it all. I really do. But the word lover in me was like, I just can't wait to hear her. And 
you did not fail because this revelation that you're sharing with us <laughs> is like up there. I, I mean, that who told you is something that from the day we're born, we have to battle against. Mm -hmm. The world reminds us you're short, you're fat, mm -hmm. you're black, mm -hmm. you're this, you're that. All of these identities that labels that get put on us from an early age that we don't really know what to how to make sense of it or even what to do with it. Yeah. But yet nobody's re reinforcing or reaffirming our God given our identities mm -hmm. that we are more than conquerors, yes. that we are beautifully and wonderfully made yes. that in our weakness, he's perfecting us. All of these things yes. that God has made us, you know, we're taught to believe that, you know, when you're born, you, you, you're kind of discovering who you are, mm -hmm. but we've got to teach our kids otherwise that no, God has already made mm -hmm. you with a certain plan and a certain purpose mm -hmm. in mind. And, no, you don't know it, but that doesn't mean that it's not there and, and able to be activated at the, at the speaking of a word, mm -hmm. especially a scripture. My goodness, you know? So I'm just re recalling and being reminded as you minister, you know, your experience that I myself have to continually question who told me things mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. and that, you know, it doesn't stop when you get to this wonderful ripe age of mid thirties. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. <laughs> it continues because I mean, I think I'm just getting started <laughs> with my who told me journey. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you, we, we hear all these scriptures. We know these scriptures yes. like second Corinthians. I think it's second, second Corinthians 10, 12, you know, not that we dare classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves. But when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. We aren't to compare ourselves. And so for me to be comparing experiences, that's not who God told me that that that's for that person. Right. That's not who God told me that or what I, you know, God told me was going to be for me. And like I said, a year ago, pretty much to December, I would say um, he told me, what I needed to do as far as um, another you know area of my life. But he told me, I'm going to take you through this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take you through it. And I remember one of the girls on my job, she said, but you don't know what the it is, mm -hmm. but you just have to remember that he told you he's going to take you through it. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we, we think it's going to happen right away. And so it, we, we forget. forget. <laughs> and so then when we're in the midst of it, um, we start doubting and panicking and trusting. And, and, I, and, and so when pastor said that to me, who told you and the Holy spirit was like, yeah, who told you? <laughs> um, it made me think, actually, you told me that you were going to take me through this. Mm -hmm. And so it caused me to, um, at that moment, because the other part of it is once God asks that question, he's looking for you to turn back. He's looking yes. for us to repent and say, OK, Lord, you're right. Let me get back on the right track, because that fear and that doubt. Sometimes we think it's those big sins like murder, lying, blah, 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 blah. But fear and doubt and lack of trust, those are sins, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And so he's trying to get us to to bring it back around and to get back on track. Um, and just like he gave Adam that chance and he started asking questions and he gave Cain that chance and started asking questions, where's your brother? You know, there was an opportunity to turn back and to get back on track. And in that moment, because like I think I shared with you, Jamel, that or on the call last night, um, sometimes when you're in the midst of it, it's hard to pray. Yes. Sometimes it's hard to, you don't know. And as Miss Charlotte said, call, just call his name, you know, mm -hmm. just, um, and your mom, uh, Miss Julia said, just call his name. Um, 
but it's and I found myself in the hospital and I'm like okay let me turn on scripture something you know I don't understand why there's this block um you know aside from all of the pain as well you know trying to you know place that out of your mind and then really stay focused on God but when he says when he provokes that question and when he provokes thought it's to get us to turn back Amen. somewhere. We've gotten deep off in those poison thoughts. And I know some of these things, guys, that we say it's the same thing over at poison thoughts, stinking thinking, yes. um, abiding in yes. right. Trusting in the Lord. But these are all the things that, you know, either we need to get away from or either we need to draw nigh unto. Right. We need to we need to come back to. And and um, it's it's. It, I, I think sometimes we make it hard or we think it's hard, but what he's telling us to do, abide, trust, right? He's given us the playbook, but we get off over in the weeds mm-hmm. and we start thinking some pretty poison thoughts and some, mm-hmm. some, some stinking thinking and, yes. and panicking and yes. not trusting him. That's all it boils down to is not trusting him. Mm-hmm. And as I sit and listen to you tell your testimony, Stephanie, it made me think about, um, our thoughts, you know, the first podcast was the uh, the Christian thought life mm-hmm. and how we are to think on things that are yes, I re- true, yes. that are honorable, that are pure, that are holy, that are just, that are lovely. And like you said, yes, all of those things are true. But when we're in the midst of the mm-hmm. storm, that's when it really counts, though. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as I heard you thinking, as I heard you talking about your thinking, it made me think about you got to reroute those negative mm-hmm. thinkings, you know what I mean? Because it gets stuck, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And just like it reminded me of the GPS, you know what I mean? Sometimes I get recalculating. Re- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we have to do with our thinking. We have to reroute it. Mm-hmm. We have to recalculate it mm-hmm. because if not, we'll stay stuck in the middle of or in the midst of all of that stinking thinking, mm-hmm. all of those poison thoughts. And then first Peter tells us, be sober minded, mm-hmm. be watchful. This warning was mm-hmm. for us to be aware of mm-hmm. Satan's deceitful schemes. And that's all he was doing with you. He was playing with your doubt. He was playing with your fear. He was trying to get you to mistrust God. And God had already spoke a word to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And that's just how easy it happens. And Jamel, I'm so glad you brought that scripture up because God gave that one to me. He said, he said, remember, how many times did Jesus have in, in Luke? How many times did he tell the disciples to stay awake and pray? Mm-hmm. How many times? He mm-hmm. told them to stay awake and pray, right? It. And they couldn't do it. And we don't. We slumber. We yes. we we, we yes. get lax. Yes. And there he is sneaking up. And what we don't, we are, we're looking for this big blatant thing that's going to happen. It is not going to be where somebody's storming the Capitol all the time. Exactly. There is going to be some subtle clandestine stuff going on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and... The other part of that is that we're looking at stuff, and I'm speaking for myself, in the natural. But there's so much going on in the spirit, in the spiritual realm, and we're not fighting in the spiritual realm. And so those things that would have acted. Right. And to activate that is prayer. So when we, when and he knows that when we get so panicked, you know how people get um, where they're, they're paralyzed by their fear. Um, that they can't do anything. And when we get to a point to where we can't pray, he knows he's got us. When we can't even cry out, he knows that now I can just beat on you all day long. You know, I can beat those poison thoughts in and, and, and have you, you thinking some stinking thinking, right? And he does that so well. And it's because we have not 
stayed awake. Exactly. We we have we have we've gotten a little bit laxed and and um and he's taken advantage. Mm-hmm. He's taken advantage. And that's the importance of memorizing scripture. Mm-hmm. Faith comes by hearing mm-hmm. and hearing by the word of God. Mm-hmm. So when we memorize scriptures, we can the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. will, will will bring back to our remembrance all of those promises that we had memorized and put into our you know what I mean and put into our spirit, put into our heart. And in that moment, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It, it'll come in a still small voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? God, the whisper, the God didn't come in the earthquake, in the wind, in the fire. He came in that still small voice, and that's sometimes when we have to be still, as we mm-hmm. talked about. You know what I mean? Last week as well, to be able to hear that still small voice. And it was in that time when you were still mm-hmm. that God was able to whisper to you, mm-hmm. remind you, mm-hmm. tap you on your shoulder, yes, tell you, Lord. "Who told you that?" Who told well, what you? did I tell you? Mm-hmm. He reminded you. That's how good he is. He reminded you. Who told you that? And God loves to ask those questions because before that, he asked Adam, where are you? Mm-hmm. Who, who, where are you? And he said, uh, I'm, I'm hiding. <laughs> and see, that hiding is because we know that we, there, that shame came in for Adam. That shame comes yeah, in yeah. when we're not doing what we're supposed to do, when, we're, when there's some sin in the mix. And like I said, that sin isn't always this big sin exactly. or big thing that we deem as a big sin. Exactly. But it's that, that trust, that fear, that mis, you know, you know, that doubt. And... And so now there's some shame in that. So now, you know, there's some hiding and there's some. But I love that he asked the question. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for second chances. Thank you, Lord, for coming to find your child. Thank you, Lord, for coming to uh, just just snatch her up when she's just yes, just Lord. she's falling. Yes. You know what I mean? And sinking more and more into that awful thinking. So I'm just so grateful. And I'm grateful for people that, you know, like I said to you guys last night, I felt y'all prayers. I, you know, I'm grateful for the, you know, the the, the text messages and the, the shout outs and the calls and checking in and, um, you know, just for pastor, you know, and, and this is a thing and I'm just I know he doesn't like any accolades, but I'm just going to say this because I know this is this wasn't just an experience with me. I know that um, he's done these things with a lot of our members or all, as many yes. as he can. Yes. When there's something that, you know, they're going through, if there's a sickness or if they're in the hospital or there's something that where he needs to check on them, he is diligent. Yes. And for one pastor who usually need, you know, even in a church our size needs to have those those leaders underneath him to be able to reach out and do some of those things he's very hands-on um and for him to you know call and check on and call and and you know continuously to to make sure um that our mind hasn't gone in the wrong place (laughs) right (laughs) you know so grateful for him and grateful not only for his, his for what he did but the demonstration and the teaching so that we can we can do that for others yes yes because I know I'm not the only one that gets stuck in my, my stinking thinking, especially when we're going through something like that, you know, or when um, sickness has um, come upon us or anything like or we're just going through. I know there's a lot of people out there that have just gotten kind of in their mind just. And that's why, uh, you know, what is that? Joyce Myers, the battlefield of the mind. Yes. There's a battle in our mind and I know some people feel like they're just being pushed back, pushed back, pushed back and the, and the enemy is gaining territory. But I'm just grateful that, you know, people reached out and that and then God can say, hey, what are you thinking? I told you what I was going to do, but I had no idea that that's what he was talking about. And I don't know why I didn't know, but I well, I didn't know. Um, But 
I'm just grateful because we take for granted when our bodies are functioning and the slightest thing goes wrong. Um, You you learn to appreciate small things. (laughs) You learn to appreciate things. And I'm not going to, you know, this might be TMI, but you, you appreciate appreciate being regular. (laughs) Put a little humor in here. You, you don't know what you have until you don't have it. And you you understand, okay, God, I understand why you even did that. You know, because we think about things like, what is that? Why you do that? You know, that's why I did that. You know, yes. so as Pastor loved to say, there's a reason why he didn't put our ear under our exactly. arm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And see, it's like, okay, Lord, I'm I got it. You know, I'm getting it. I understand. But grateful, um, just. And it was so funny. And I'll just tell y'all how um, it was amazing after that moment. There was still some pain. There was still some discomfort. I'm not saying that. But there was more of an, I mean, all of a sudden, there was more time spent, you know, in my word. Now, there was time spent in my word, but it felt like it was almost bouncing off my skin. So it wasn't penetrating me the way mm-hmm. I needed it to penetrate me, if that makes sense. Yes. yes. And then, but then it was being absorbed. And then I was like, you know, I was, you know, documenting and making notes of what I'm every day, what am I doing or whatnot. And before I knew it, because now my concentration isn't on my pain. Amen. My concentration was on him without me even really realizing it. I just, I don't know. He just pulled me right into his word and I just stayed there. Um, and in doing that, before I knew it, I looked up. And I'm like, I don't feel any pain. Come on, it's okay. Like I feel, and will I feel normal today? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know when that actual transition happened. Um, I just know that he did it. And the key word I just heard you say is your focus. Where do we put our focus? Mm-hmm. That's important. Where we put our focus. It reminds me of when uh, uh, Jesus bid Peter to come unto him on the water, mm-hmm. you know, and as long as he was looking at Jesus, mm-hmm. he was able to walk on the water. But the minute he took his focus, the minute he took his eyes off of our Savior, his Savior, Jesus, he began to sink. Mm-hmm. But God in his infinite wisdom was right there to be able to pull them up. So he'll he'll do that. The God of second chances. Mm-hmm. So God says, if we keep our mind stayed on him, he'll keep us in perfect peace. That's why you didn't realize mm-hmm. you mean, when it was. Because at that point, God had made his word illuminate to mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? Illuminating to you. And you were able to put your focus back in the proper perspective where it was supposed to be on him. Mm-hmm. And he, he does it. And I, I just marvel um, it's okay. I don't know. That, that that's what he gave me. Um, Listen, it's it's good to me. It's mm-mm good. I I can't. I, the scripture was on my mind. Psalm twenty seven thirteen and fourteen. I remain confident of this. Mm-hmm. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the mm-hmm. land of, of the, the living. living. Yes. Wait 
for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. We have confidence, not just in his goodness, the things that he gives to us, but we have confidence Mm. in his goodness, which is his character. Mm. The way he shows himself strong for us, the way he shows up in the midst of the battle. He doesn't show up at the end of the battle. He shows up in the very midst. He was in the furnace Mm. with the Hebrew boys Mm. and they came out not even smelling of smoke. Mm. And we come out of our battles better, stronger, more vigilant, more diligent, and just more determined to see his goodness once again. Once again, yes. And that is the encouragement that I take from you, my sister. So job well done. Holy Spirit, thank you for delivering. And as, as I knew he would, I never doubted. He is so good. And and, and just a, the, the when we, we shared a little bit last week, and, and um, Pastor Mike Jones said, um, a scripture that I love, I always say is grace is sufficient and the strength is made perfect in our weakness. We just never, I, I'm not the person, I'm the worst person in the world to relinquish or show my weakness. I, you guys may see it because you know me, but if, if, if I'm trying not to, I'm like trying my best to be strong. <laughs> but there was no being strong in that. that moment. And Pastor Mike said, that's when when you were at your weakest, that's when you were at your strongest because he was there. Yes, he was yes. showing up in your weakness. And he, and it's like, you did it again, Lord. Yes. You did it again. So um, the other part of that, and this may be another podcast, but, and I think we talked about this. I think this, Kay, you may have talked about, your journey is your journey. Mm-hmm. My journey is my journey. You know, Jamel's journey is hers. And it's not going to look like everybody else's and we just got it i think we said stay in our lane there you go that was the hashtag yeah that was the hashtag yep (laughs) we gotta stay in our lane this is our race this is it you know um but i'm grateful um i'm grateful for a lot of things i'm grateful that what he told me a year ago came to fruition um i'm I'm grateful that he was able to show it to me so i could see it I'm grateful, you know, just um, for the people, like I said, that just lifted me up, um, my, my, my sisters and brothers in Christ that lifted me up. And I'm grateful that he um, he rescued me. Yes. He did. Amen. So, Amen. you know, before we close, there was a um, acronym that I read a couple of days ago um, in one of my books in one of my devotions. And it was frog and it uh, stood for faithfully reliant on God. Amen. Mm-hmm. Frog. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's probably I'm one of the <laughs> only animals I can tolerate long as they don't jump on me. That's about it. <laughs> so our sister Stephanie was faithfully relying on God Amen. Um, during her healing time. And this is why we look at her today with a glow. Like I'm looking at you, you know what I mean? And you have such a glow and that's that Holy Spirit, you know what I mean, that Kate was talking about. Because you because you figured out how to discover, you discovered how to faithfully rely on God when you're at your weakest mm-hmm. moment. It was all and it was all him. He yes. had to he had to shake me. Yes. He had to he had to ask me a question. He had to kind of get my attention. Um, and I'm so grateful. The last thing I'll leave um, leave you with, because you said we said something when we were talking about and you said praying and, you know, praying that scripture back. One of the things um, and I read this somewhere and I and I make sure and I, I that I do it. If there's a scripture, if there's something that's on my heart, 
Um, and I'm not sure that I've got it memorized to be able to pray it back or what. And when I'm praying, I open up my Bible and I have that scripture right there. And I'm praying that scripture. I'm saying those words uh, back to God. Um, but just we got to like you said, we got to be in. We got to know our word. We got to be in our word and we got to, you know, know our scripture and, yes. and, and get really uh, familiar as the scripture says your word have I hid in my heart mm-hmm. right um, but we have it we have so much access to it right now it's, there's no excuse right. um, but that was the only little last little tidbit I was going to say go to your word pray your <laughs> word and and when you feel like you can't pray that's when you pray that's when you yes. if, if all you can do as we said last night is, is cry Jesus. Jesus call on the name yes. of Jesus um, and say Lord help. Yes. yes. As Miss Charlie weapon. said, Lord help. Um, and he will. Yes. He will. he will. So I am grateful. Heavenly Father, we do thank you this evening. Lord, you are so good. You are so mighty. You're so merciful, Father God. I my heart is full because you are just so wonderful, Lord God. You wow, thank I am you, in awe of you. Yes, thank you, Lord. I'm forever grateful and I understand the pain and I understand what I had to go through and I understand what you did to order in order to to get my attention father I pray that you forgive my unbelief you forgive that lack of trust that I had father God Lord I am just grateful to you father God we are so thankful for all that you're doing not only in our ministry father God Lord but this world this yes, nation Lord. father God Lord we're praying right now right now father that this land could be healed lord that we could we could get back out father and do your work like never before father god that we can reach those that don't know you like we know you that hadn't heard these testimonies father that can't have an encounter with you father god lord we want to get back on that mission field as Kay said earlier lord we want to do those things that are pleasing unto you but we really want to share your goodness your grace and your mercy with others father that may not know you as we do Lord, we are so so thankful, Father God. Lord, I'm thankful for these ladies that are here that you use mightily, Father, just to reinforce, just to reinforce your faithfulness, Father God, and and, and to hear a word from them. So, Lord, I'm I'm forever grateful for your he- the healing. I'm forever grateful for this ministry, and I'm forever grateful for you, Father God. Yes. And it is in Jesus' name we pray and ask it all. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to today's episode. Hey, ladies, if you enjoyed today's convo with Kay and Stephanie, we encourage you to connect with the other awesome women of New Philadelphia Ministries. The third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m., the Women's Ministry connects virtually for fellowship and Bible study. And for my ladies between 18 and 30, we have a bonus group just for you. If you're looking for a group of women to do life with, to freely discuss the challenges and rewards that come with keeping the faith and navigating your Christian walk, please join us the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. We thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information about New Philadelphia Ministries, please connect with us on your favorite podcast platform, Facebook, YouTube, and visit us at newpministries.org.